Vegas. The huge suplex. everybody, welcome to another dish of Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from the Gold Line Vegas Studios in the Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you for making us part of your day. If you're on the go and you can't watch us on Facebook, be sure to download the Gold Live Vegas mobile app to your phone. And soon, listen to this, fellas, you ready? Alexa, you will be, if you have Alexa service, you will be able to ask Alexa to bring up any of the shows here at Gold Live Vegas. That is coming soon. I'm Aaron Phillips, along with Chief and Matt and our guests, from Sin City Sublimation, Mike and Frank will be joining us after the first break. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Healthy. Oh, My ears hurt now. What? Uh, that's not much. That's not are you much. Making up, are you making up for Tuesday? I'm making up, buddy. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I did my 15 minutes of research. Let's roll. Oh, my goodness. And that wasn't my fault. That was uh, somebody didn't turn the button Oh, down. my goodness. God, my right ear is or bleeding. Maybe I turned it up and <laughs> didn't tell no one. My right ear is bleeding. 702-329-6947 is our phone number if you're outside the United States. 1-855-502-4321. In either case, press the number one. If you want to send us a tweet during the show, please use hashtag thoughts count anywhere. Your message will appear on the screen and we can address your question immediately. And of course, we are monitoring the chat rooms. Please share us to everybody and everybody. Congratulations to the Moxie family for selling their house in Las Vegas. I don't know why I wanted to say that. I just saw it. I figured I would say that. Now it's going to be harder to... Yeah, where did they move to? Are Our they... plans are failing. Oh, no. <laughs> Dramatically. Are, are there... Where did they move to? I don't know. I'd imagine know. Florida. That's okay. what I'm thinking. Yeah, they I didn't announce guess. where they're moving to, right? No. no. Or you could be Gene Simmons. You can buy a house in Las Vegas here in May for $8 million and then turn around this week, put it back on the market for $15 million because you realize it's too hot here and move back to California. <laughs> and then you're going to pay tax. So you know. <laughs> Didn't you the, realize, though, it was hot here before you moved evils. here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Google's a hell of a thing. Yes, right. What's the weather? Alexa, <laughs> what's the weather? All right, let's get started because we've got a busy show, a lot to talk about over the two hours. we got guests here in studio. Let's get rocking and rolling with I Hear Voices. Ding, ding, ding. Rumor is Toxic Attraction is getting pushed so hard at NXT 2.0 because they want to attract young male viewers. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> but that's just me. But not either. AEW goes around like trying to push that they're winning in that demo. WWE's like, well, we got a Mandy Rose, so right. game on. But is NXT strong enough with these three on NXT to combat AEW and their ratings in that demo? No, but I think with Io Shirai and uh, Gonzalez and uh, our young lady from uh, Las Vegas that's down there now, I think the six of them can definitely compete with AEW. There's no doubt in my mind about it. Okay. Interesting, interesting perspective. AEW's got a Britt Baker, so they're in trouble. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You put Britt ne next to Mandy, that's a pretty damn close competition there, son. And I'd say Mandy might just win out. Huh? 
Yeah. I'll At what? You, I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys argue about that one. You want to borrow my glasses? Looking in the mirror? Do you want to borrow my glasses? <laughs> talent wise or hubcap wise? Hubcap wise. Eh, they're pretty close. Okay. Talent, in the ring, they're not talent, even talent, kind of close. No. Talent wise, no. Definitely not. Maybe Eo Shirai and and Britt would be talent wise, but uh no, hubcap wise, uh, I, I think Mandy might have uh, might have it by uh, the slimmest of margins. I, I yeah. would, from that standpoint, I would agree. Thank I, you. I would agree with that. See, Chief's ready today. Man. He's ready. I'm, I'm God help the Chiefs ran at the bottom of the hour. I'm ready. God help us all. All right, next topic. <laughs> Sticking with NXT, there are rumors that NXT could start touring again very soon. Where are they talking about opening if they go back on the road? Have you heard anything? No, they'll probably end up going around Florida for like the first month they do because okay. it's easier local. for them to stay in the vicinity. Gotcha. Because their takeover shows are were still being held in the Performance Center prior to the, like prior to WrestleMania and all that in the big big spots, so they haven't been taking that on the road. You know, with with ROH, um, and I'll just put it this way: with ROH. Putting out, oh my uh, goodness, yeah! Putting out what they did this past week. Mm-hmm. Maybe NXT is going to possibly go into those areas where ROH might wrestle and uh, start wrestling up in that vicinity <coughs> to to cover the market, possibly. ROH comes here twice a year, so bring NXT to Vegas. I'm, I'm Mike, make that happen, buddy. <laughs> He's got pull. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it'll be interesting to see. They got to get back on the road, especially with the new branding. They have to get that branding out visually, not just on TV and on their website, in my opinion. How do you like the new branding? Seriously. I liked the edgier side, but I get what they want to do with the younger talent to develop them. The logo, I did not like at first. It's kind of growing on me a little bit each week. But again, I'm a traditionalist. So if you have something that works... I understand you may want to tweak certain things, but why break it if it doesn't need to be broken? That, that's just me. I mean, true. I'm, I like NXT a little more every week. It was like a little getting used to it first. Mm-hmm. But if everyone's complaining every week about they need new stars and this and that, they need NXT the way it is now to build those new stars so we get more people in the main event. I think sometimes, you, you know, you, you've got some old established veterans there that are working with the new young talent in the ring. They're able to bring them along together safely on moves, you know, cover the neck, make sure they don't break it or hurt it. And we have not heard much that Triple H and Sean are really all that is involved in NXT as they were originally now that Vince and Pritchard are supposedly overseeing production of NXT. I haven't heard much about them still being involved. Shawn Michaels did an interview. He, st- he runs all the day-to-day operations of NXT. Okay. Because Triple H is still out with that heart procedure. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But Vince McMahon pretty much just does a script from, like, Connecticut, and he doesn't even show up to the Performance Center. So yeah. it's pretty much all still the same as it was, just with the Vince touch to it. Gotcha. A uh, couple of things in the, in the chat room. <laughs> Good morning, Thomas Burnett. Sin City Syndicate says good morning to Vegas. Garth Wald makes this comment, uh, NXT 2.0 sucks, but the talent is awesome. So he likes the talent, but the format and how they're presenting things now, not his cup of tea. Some guy named Mike Halverson chimes in, says NXT is boring, in capital letters. (laughs) 
Uh, let's see. Carlos is in the ring. Good morning, Las Vegas. Thank you, Carlos. So our guys are checking in with us. 702-329-6947. Press you, one. You know, I will say one thing, yes. though. Uh, we do have another Las Vegas person went live this week on NXT. Who's that? Who did we miss? Sophia. Who? Sepha. I thought you said Sophia. That's I was like, who did. the hell? I thought he did. No. I'm like, Sophia. Who Sefa Sophia? Fatu, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's his new ring name? Solo something or other? Right? Yeah, Solo something or other. Right, exactly. Solo. <laughs> I remember the name. Hey, right Brandy, right if you're here, send it in to us. Yeah, exactly. Somebody, uh, t- if not Thomas Burnett, somebody will, will yeah. remind us. All right. Last topic under I Hear Voices before we go to our first break. Ding, ding, ding. Rumor is there could be an AEW streaming service. In the near future. Well, if it's anything like Peacock, don't do it. (laughs) And I'll just leave it at that. I could definitely see it happening with their relationship with TNT and Warner Media. It seems like a given at this point. It's just a matter of how fan-friendly and usable it is. When do they switch stations? Uh, on 2022, but it's still Warner Media either way. TBS and TNT are owned by the same people. Right. Uh, they made this announcement like it's shocking that they're going to develop a, their own streaming service. Is anybody surprised with this day and age of technology? I mean, it's not a surprise that they're they're going to do it. I mean, hey, I just got off the flip phone, man. All this crap, <laughs> you know, shit. I, I could I couldn't watch Crown Jewel Thirsty because I couldn't get into Peacock. You know, make it simple for the chief. We you stupid. Since AEW has the TNT and TBS championship, if WWE wants to take a dig, dig at them, Do the they should come out with a Peacock championship. <laughs> hey, oh. you know, I wonder if they may go to 605 Live. Would that be interesting on, TB, on TBS? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, I get it. You know, back in the day when... when uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm wondering if they may do a 605. Jason shares with us. Thank you, Jason. Solo Sikoa. Thank you. S-I-K-O-A. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, according to my three-quarters half-timers, you're right Am on Am I the right? Money. I'm right on. Excellent. Right on. Hey, by the way, while we're talking about it, I don't know why I'm segueing with this, go to thoughtscanywhere.com, our website. Check out all the news and notes that's fit to be out there about wrestling. Don't forget to visit our shop. We, are, we still do have the two shirts up that we're using as a fundraiser, courtesy of Garth and honoring his, uh, his grandfather. Uh, donations are still going out there to the two Garth shirts for the Nevada Coalition for Suicide Prevention. And I want to say this, and we should all possibly, well, I'm going to say it. I, I, I don't want to speak for you guys. There was a nice piece played at Bound for Glory when we were all there about how the wrestling community is getting behind the mental health issues that are out there and supporting anybody and everybody. And their tagline that they're using it, tag me in, right? That yeah. was it. Hashtag tag me in. Basically letting anybody out there know that if you need some support or somebody to talk to, basically tag us in and we are there for you. So I- I'm supporting that. I'm, I'm, I think we should support that. Do a little thing and hashtag it, tag, tag me in or tag us in. What was the big tall guy's name? Which one? Uh, big Cass. Huh? Big Cass. Big Cass. Yeah, you know, I, W. Morrissey. I, 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 w. Morrissey. I have to tell you something, head. guys, and I, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I really wanted to talk to him this past weekend. I really, really, prof- professionally and personally, I really wanted to talk to him. 
He's a great story for those who know the backstory. And now that he, he's got a hard job ahead of him because every day is a challenge to stay on the right path. I, as just, I wanted him to know that there's people out there that are concerned and that care. And uh, you come back to Vegas, we're here for you, brother. Absolutely. Aaron just shared a picture, a snapshot of the logo, Tag Me In. Uh, maybe after the show, right after uh, 11 o'clock, the three of us will sit up here and 30 seconds we'll record something and we can put it up using the hashtag and, and join the, the international community and making it known that Thoughts Count Anywhere is here for anybody yep. that needs it. Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right. We could do that. Very good. All right. Have I stole enough to go to first break? Yeah, what the heck? Let's do it. We'll go to first break. So, what? Wait a minute. What happened to... I, I see our teleprompter is... Uh, oh, excuse oh. me. Excuse <laughs> me. Wait a minute. Before we go, before we go to... I didn't ask because you asked before we went on the air and I completely forgot. <laughs> before we go to break, Matt, you got a story for this I week, forgot. brother. Huh? Oh, I got a story. Give I got me, a couple of them, actually. We, we need like a bedtime story music behind this. G give, give, me, give me the best one you got. Or We're walking up, I was walking up Fremont, and I heard a really, really loud bang in the garage. Oh. So we went running over there, and this guy had a great idea to put his U-Haul oh. in the garage. <laughs> you his, did. like, 16-foot U-Haul with a 9-foot clearance. The picture will be up there momentarily. It is. There there's, it is. There's the picture right oh, there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and, and I will share this. That U-Haul truck was not driven by the U-Haul brothers from Unsportsmanlike Conduct. <laughs> wow. And he was arguing with Metro that he was doing the right thing, so... Did they drug test his ass? I don't know what he did, but I don't think he's getting his deposit back for <laughs> sure. <laughs> did he take wow. out the extra insurance? I wow. sure hope so. Wow. I don't even know how they got it out of there because I had to go deal with something else. Probably had to crush it down. I was going to say in pieces, probably. Wow. Wow. That, that was crazy. All right. That was interesting. Can we get a sub story? Because like story 2.0, because you mentioned something at one of the restaurants downtown before I went on the air. Did you want to share that one? Oh, there was a guy who came in the heart attack grill last night and he pounded like two shots and the heart attack grill shots come in like these big prescription bottles so they're like three ounce shots. Okay. And the next thing I know, he's trying to pee in our hallway and he took like a slight swing at me so I just drug him out before his food even like got there. Oh, jeez. Oh, you gotta love Las Vegas. You and, gotta and, love downtown. And they're only gonna charge $35 for New Year's Eve down there this year. For what, the, the, the attraction yeah, down yeah. in Fremont? YMCA, YMCA guys are going to be there. Village and people? Village people, and uh, I forget who else. Vanilla Ice, yeah. Tone Loke, Seven, and... The 80s. The oh, 80s. I, did, I did see that because on Debt Lifeline this past week, we had a little fun with my co-host Rob Goldstein, who's a musician, <laughs> and we were talking about what, who he doesn't like and what songs, and YMCA by the Village People was one of them. <laughs> so when I saw it pop up, I reshared it, and I tagged Rob in it saying, you see, it gets all over the place. That's why I... It's time for our first break, which means we're going to have a fire drill here in the studio. Chief will be heading over to the DJ booth, and we're going to have our guests, Mike and Frank, joining us here at the podium from Sin City Sublimation. 702-329-6947 is the phone number. We can't wait to talk to these guys. We appreciate their support and their love of wrestling, at least for Mike. I know Frank is a big wrestling guy, but I know Mike is or was. <laughs> but we'll have some fun talking about their business, what they got going on. Call them. Great guys. Frank, You're watching. Frank don't even look like he's awake yet. Hey. Same. <laughs> same. 
I was going to say, we'll, we'll put Frank next to Matt. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide much-needed life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you. Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get girth today at the Valley Auto Mall. Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the court to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking, but if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales at sincitysublimation.com, and if you mention Thoughts Count Anywhere, we will take $5 off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased. A pro wrestler-owned business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround all made in the USA. For more information, go to SinCitySublimation.com for more. All right, welcome back. Thoughts count anywhere. It's a great wrestling announcer used to say, business is about to pick up around here, Matt. And Chief, yes, it is. Joining us at the table are the owners of Sin City Sublimation. They are one of our great sponsors. We thank them for their support. They are also wrestling guys. And uh, their shop is located down on Oki, actually right next door to uh, Portnoy Gallery, for those who know where that is. Neil and everybody. Guys, welcome to Thoughts Come Anywhere. Thanks for having us. There you go. Get that close in there, Mike. Come on. You've, you've done promos. We have to get very close. Yeah, that's right. You've done promos <laughs> before. You guys have yes. like, So come on. Be yes. one with the microphone. Be one. This one you can't really hold. <laughs> no, it's you like can't. A, it's like a cage. It's a stethoscope. That's why he's called. Frank, how are you, sir? Uh, doing good. Doing good. Well, read what's on your hat there. Franklin. Uh, so it's uh, bigger the fupa, tastier the chalupa. So it's just that a is a silly hat. <laughs> we sell that hat a lot. Well, it's it's not silly because if people know what you're referring to, they're loving it right now. And this guy, fix. What does that say? What's it? It says this guy fucks. Oh, okay. But yeah, so this you can wear it around the around the kids. That. Because <laughs> they don't know what that means. No, they don't. They, it's hey, all... we ought to get one of those hats for MK. We, we brought we we actually we have uh, some goodies here. We we brought you guys stuff. Masks came so raining down on the desk. I, we brought you uh, we brought we brought Chief this one. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and, then, and then this this one right this now. one's for Matt. Uh, he gets the football one. He gets this one. Now wait a minute. I'm I'm afraid because he's now covering the hat. Before I'm very afraid right now. Show me that butthole. Oh, yeah! All right. That's it. It's going on right now. It's going on right now. Thank you, guys. So we, uh, th those are actually, Frank had seen something somebody had done, and uh, 
he started making these hats, and I was like, we're never going to sell those hats. We get You probably about, can't keep them on the shelf right now, can you? No, no. We sell about 600 stupid hats a month. Thank you, Frank. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Wow, this is great. Yeah. And so real quickly, then, let's talk about it. Website and logos up there, SinCitySublimation.com. So they have choice. All these hats are on the website? Uh, we have, I don't know how many hats we have. We have 50 hats up on the website okay. right now. With all the different um, options. There's yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shirts. Um, okay. Tons and tons and tons of, of stuff. But what we do is a very different thing. I was just going to ask you, please, let's, let's clarify so, that. So dye sublimation is, is this, what Frank's wearing. Um, we create everything from the ground up from scratch. We do all our own design work. We do all our own printing, pressing, cutting, sewing. Um, you've been to our shop. And I have. Just, you've it's seen tremendous. It. Um, so we do everything here in, in Vegas. Most companies that do dye sublimation are actually located overseas. Um, there is not too many people that do it um, where the way that we do it. It's all, it's all done in-house. I, I like that, yeah. And I've been to your shop. I, I mean, it's a well-oiled machine because for what you guys print, the quantities, and you, when we first met, you also shared with me some of the professional wrestlers who you do work for as well. Yeah, some this of is, stuff. we actually brought all these masks in. So... Um, Originally, that one, that one right there, I, Matt. I want you to see that one right there. So, a good buddy of mine, Doc Gallows, or his alter ego uh, is yep. Sex Ferguson. <laughs> and then we've, um, had, we've had Doc on the show here. Yeah, I know. I brought him. I'm the one I brought. Oh, him that's home. right. You're the one. Don't bullshit me. Don't bullshit me. I'm Don't bullshit. Um, Machine Gun. I wrestled him twenty some years ago. Yeah, I got to remind everybody. Mike was a professional wrestler, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. So I brought in a bunch of masks. You guys can do whatever you mean. If you want to wear them as g-strings, but no, but no. dress up, dress up, but chief, none of the, but and none make them run them, around the neighborhood. But none of Maybe them say, I got a Halloween outfit there. But there none of them say thoughts count anywhere. It's all right. Where, where's the thoughts count anywhere? Uh, sales at SinCitySublimation.com. <laughs> we can help you with that. Yeah. I was asking for a friend, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> so seriously, we, these masks, I mean, what do you sell them for on... on, on you know, we, we... I think we're... Do, do we still have masks up on the website? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, is it by quantity? Five or ten bucks. Per? Yeah. Is there a setup charge for logos and stuff? Or <clears> no. Just straight out... We don't charge for our work unless it's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. So this basically, you're just and then um, for the we did bring we did bring you guys. This is one of our top sellers. Okay. And um, wow, we brought. Oh, oh, oh my! I know you're good. Yeah, the wires. What's, so. what's happening? Hello. What's happening? <laughs> I brought all my shoes and all my glasses. Hello. <laughs> um, is this thing on? So we brought. This is one of our top sellers. This is our our mob shirt. Oh for wow. Sin City. Oh, I like that. Um. And I got I got one for everybody here. Oh, nice! Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank so you. that's a really cool shirt. There's I brought I brought one there. We, because you know, well, you're not fat, but you know, I got to cover Matt and Chief. <laughs> wow, that's it. That's the pot calling the kettle black because I'm the size of a small refrigerator. That's right, brother. I love you. You know that. And actually, I wanted to call out somebody. Go ahead, go for it. So, um, a Sin probably, City Syndicate, maybe. Probably 20 years ago, I was eating, I was eating uh, dinner in a restaurant, and this kid walked up, bright-eyed young kid, walked up, and he said, uh, and I've only had this happen to me three or four times, because I was on the indie circuit, wrestling in, in the 90s sucked. Um, <laughs> it was I mean, a little like different. We, we had to wrestle, it was, it was against the law, what we were doing, we were wrestling in a garage on a Friday night, 
Everybody show up at seven, roll in. Was that locally? Close the doors. Oh yeah. All right, I know yeah. who that is. And um, and you know hide I everybody. There. But there was this kid walked up and he said, uh, "Did you used to wrestle?" And I said, uh, I, mm. "I still wrestle. Thank you very much." <laughs> and he said, "Well, I'm just starting how to wrestle. I'm just starting to, to wrestle." And he was very young, and that was Remy Marcel. Wow, you were so, just talking about him before he went live, Chief. Yep. So I reached out. What we, what I wanted to do, and I, I had done this for Doc and a, and a few other guys to make them their own dice up shirt. Everybody uses the screen printing. Everybody uses the 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 printer stuff. It's super cheap. Right. Ours is a little bit more expensive, but I have the only Remy Marcel shirt. We now have a reason to make right sure here. he comes on. So <laughs> is it, is Remy, hold it. Remy oh. never. Never came and picked it up. No, I don't. So I'm going to leave it here. Okay. Well, and then Remy, Remy can come and get his shirt. Wow. Oh, because wow. Because he cool. always. Uh, well, now he has to. You When you reach it. So now you to come up. I, I want to segue our next live remote for uh, TCA at Firehouse will not be the last Tuesday. It'll be the first Tuesday in December. Um, December to 7th. And we want to reach out to Remy. I'm Remy, going Remy, to try Remy. to get Remy on. Now, on but now we have an incentive. I'm going to try to get him on. <laughs> get him, get him his shirt. They never picked up. That's right. So we'll we'll get that to him. So what's the address there, Chief? Fifty nine oh five Southeastern Avenue, Suite one oh nine. December seventh, seven to eight p.m. is will be the next remote show that we're going to do there. We decided to move it because of the holidays and things. So, uh, but this is great. Thank you for everything. This is tremendous. We'll, we we I'm going to give this to Chief because you're going to go tonight. Are you going to FSW tonight? Yeah. So there's a yes, chance you may even see, uh, see him tonight. But yeah, tell Thank him, you, guys. This is, this is tremendous. Tell him now, I might come out of retirement just to whip his ass. I may not even good. give him this shirt. I might just wear the damn thing in there. I don't there. think oh, that's from you. I made it for tiny little Remy. So, <laughs> so, Frank, let me ask you a question. Please explain to everybody what sublimation is versus the other printing styles that Mike sort of referenced. Talk about the differences. Yeah, so the, you have screen print, which is like your traditional silk screen. Mm -hmm. goes on cotton shirts. Um, you know, after 10 washes, it starts cracking, fading, right. Um, sublimations is the process of you're dyeing the fabric and you can wash it 10,000 times. It's never going to fade. You'll have the same colors. Doesn't um, shrink. Doesn't shrink. Okay. Um, now the material here is like the dry fit stuff. Is yeah, this what like, you normally print on? Yeah. So our, our, our bid thing is, is, uh, sportswear. Uh, we do tons of teams. Um, and that's what we do. Okay. Uh, I, I thank you. Uh, our producer reminded me that as a sponsor of the show, and again, we want to thank you for supporting us because without you guys, we would not be able to do two hours. And so we thank you for that, along with Bruce Brothers. And uh, I what was I was I the first person to ask for the second hour? You yeah, were, yes, but, you, were. but remember, Originally, you asked yes, for it months were. ago. I did. And then we we <laughs> talked about it very briefly, and then things just kind of got in the way. And then all of a sudden, this freight train in September started, which you then made the comment in that room as well. More and more of our viewers said, yeah, we need two hours, we need two hours. So I just kind of said, well, great. Somebody needs to step up and help us do that. And then, of course, he asked me to pay And for then it. he was the first. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike and Frank were the first guys I called. All right, everybody's asking for it. Can you help us? And again, graciously, we say thank you for helping us. I literally couldn't say no, though. I turned to Frank, and I'm like, Frank, I kind of have a reason that this whole thing started. we got to pay for it. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. And by the way, and our producer did actually give us the right words we should be saying, is that Sin City Sublimation is the official, how do I want to say this? I want to say printing, because you're not really a printing shop. 
Apparel company. Apparel company. Even you though you, even though you have those on. Well, th this was done through our website, but our but our I know. web but our webmaster over there maybe is the guy you need to talk to for our next design <laughs> shirts. <laughs> but I will say this: you are our official. You will be after seeing these shirts. <laughs> our official apparel company for Thoughts Can Anywhere. And these I will are whack compared to so those. go to Sin City <laughs> Sublimation. Because the chief says so. And the official apparel company for Go Live Vegas. And it sounds like reading some of the messages in here, this is up to you guys. But Sin City Syndicate is going to reach out to you about some gear as well. I actually saw that they had shirts made. They had jerseys made. They yes. had jerseys made. I don't know where they made them. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. So we do button-ups too. Are you hearing I, that Sin City Syndicate? Yeah, we do button-ups. Button-ups and hoodies. And we, do every, we do everything. We do... Uh, we went to G-strings. Uh, we do G-strings. Yeah. No, hammer. actually, I got pictures. I will show you the G-strings that we do. <laughs> well, then I'll do um, it. If you have the picture, let, we're here. We got, we'll get it over to Aaron maybe during the break, and we can, uh, we can bring it up. All right. Before, I'm going to hold it right there. Before we go to break, it's Chief, are you ready for the rant? Because we are at the bottom of the hour. Anytime. I'm going to make it short and sweet today because we've got great guests. Excellent. Well, we're going to do the rant first, then break. Because I got to make sure that we mention that the Chiefs rant, which is about to come up in 30 seconds, is sponsored by the Bruce Brothers. Nicholas and Thomas Burnett, you can catch them every Sunday at 2 p.m. courtesy of the Top Rope Collectibles Facebook page. If you're not already on that group, please go ahead and search them on the search bar. That is Sundays, 2 p.m. Bruce Brothers, great stuff that they put up for, uh, for collectibles and memorabilia purchases. With that, it is now time for the Chiefs rant. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It is the chief and the chief's rant, and everybody can keep talking because I'm going to make it short and sweet. We've got two wrestling shows today versus at doors open 1 o'clock, showtime 1.30 at the Boulevard Mall, and tonight we will be at FSW Arena, showtime, 7 p.m. I want to talk about Halloween for a second. We will have trick-or-treaters out tomorrow. Youngsters, little people. Please make sure they're safe. Please make sure the candy or whatever you're going to have in your bowls is safe for the youngsters. I don't want to hear anybody... Uh, having to go to a freaking hospital to get their candy and shit x-rayed like happens in years past. It's stupid. So let's all just uh, do our little part tomorrow night for the youngsters and have a great Halloween. And that's the Chief's freaking rant today. So the Chief, over and out. There you go. Nice update from Chief on everything and his comments. Absolutely. Please be careful of everybody that is out there trick-or-treating. Please keep your eyes open and be aware of your surroundings. Also, uh, Shant, Mr. Desert Shark, shares with us that UGWA will be at Super Beast Compound, I guess, tonight as well. All right, with that, we're going to step aside for our break. In the meantime, Mike is emailing to Aaron um, a sample of the G-string uh, uh, apparel that Sin City Sublimation can provide. I'm trying to introduce that very politically correct. Anyway, you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We'll be right back. One. 
It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! If you order Firehouse subs online or with our app, we'll have those delicious, melty subs boxed, bagged, and ready to pick up with Rapid Rescue to go. Firehouse subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the court to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking, but if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales at sincitysublimation.com, and if you mention Thoughts Count Anywhere, we will take $5 off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased. A pro wrestler-owned business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround all made in the USA. For more information, go to SinCitySublimation.com for more. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Uh, I believe the uh, picture of... There you go. There is the G-string apparatus provided by... I was going to model it, but they told no. me no. Jeff, did you send them the front view? They would view like to well? stay in business. I sent them to I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there you go. There's the front view. He said he sent you three. I didn't see the third one, so I have no idea what the third one's going to look like. Oh, side view. What else would you expect? Side, front view, side view, and rear view. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be politically correct, but I will say the young lady is very nice looking, <laughs> and that's from an old guy. So I'll leave it at that. But I, but I notice there's no printing on there. It's okay. <laughs> the printing actually is. It is the black and the orange. No, but I mean like a logo or something. That's what I mean. No, no, no that no. was that was our tester. Oh, gotcha. For making bikinis. Now it's funny because the bikinis, um, these we sell on these on our websites. We sell them for twenty dollars. Okay. Uh, bikinis sell for like ninety bucks. Wow. And Frank was like, we have to make bikinis, and he was talking to our seamstresses, and they were like, oh yeah, that's not a problem. Let's do it. So he made up a pattern and and. Um, but can somebody and, put logos on that stuff? Oh yeah. So yeah. I, do you I know just, Shannon uh, Shannon Briggs? The name rings a bell. The fighter, the pro boxer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Let's go, champ. Yeah. Right. So we we met with Shannon Briggs. I don't know how many months ago was that? Like four months ago, yeah. five. And we were gonna do. He's got Alpha Sportswear, and he's got a bunch of other companies that he's doing business with. Right. And he wanted us to do all of his stuff. Okay. Oh, wow. um, but boxers forget really easy because they get punched in the head a lot. <laughs> so we, he just, yeah, everyone, every, but every once in a while I get a WhatsApp call. Right. And um, I'm like, Shannon, what's up? Let's go champ. And I'm like, what? And then he talks for five <laughs> minutes and then it hangs up on me. That's funny because I just had a vision on the bikini, the lower half, nothing more than our microphone with the flame around it. Just right there on the... 
bikini bottoms. However you want to do it. I mean, we can make you any bikini, Aaron. No, not for me to wear. Oh, not, not for, for you? Not for me to wear. Oh, There's not enough material woman. for a woman to wear okay. with our logo on it. Sure. Right in that lower quadrant. <laughs> if, if that's your, I don't, I don't, honest, let's be serious. You're, I'm you're not bailing your ass out Your demographic is not women. What's that? Your demographic is not Women. You'd be surprised. Really? Seriously, you'd be surprised. Our demographic, yeah, the major- majority of our <coughs> viewers and whatnot are generally male, but we actually have a, actually have a pretty split demographic, especially like our remotes. More, more of our female followers come out to our remotes than the guys do. That's because of Chief. Whatever draws him out, I yeah. don't really care. He's a sexual dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> although, I'm dead sexy. Although a, a, mess- a message did come in in the chat room, Chief, and I'll let you uh, reply to this, that they want to see a picture of the Chief in a bikini. And who's that from? I'm not telling. It's not the syndicate, so don't worry. I don't have it. <laughs> Came in on Aaron's uh, chat. Who the hell sent it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let's digress a little bit. All right, so let's talk about the business for a little bit. Wait a minute. If it was Sean, forget it. <laughs> let's talk about the business. How long have you been in business together? How did you guys meet, first of all, to start So I moved to Reno to run a company. Because this is, this is our sideline business. Oh, okay. Um, I moved to Reno to run a company. And um, at the time I played, um, get, believe this or not, after I retired from wrestling, mm-hmm. well, I just stopped wrestling. Right. Um, and, and a lot of wrestlers will know this. When you stop wrestling for six months, and then after six months, your body goes through an inordinate amount of pain. Um, your brain isn't right at all. Because okay. I wrestled for 14 years, pretty much six days a week. Okay. And your body just isn't right. Your brain isn't right. Mm-hmm. And you need to do something. And I was like, well, I played football in college. Right. Um, so I went back and started playing semi-pro football. Found that. Okay. Which is, which is actually very big. So I had played for a few years while I was wrestling. And I played a lot more when I stopped wrestling. Mm-hmm. And um, I was running a gaming company. Okay. And so I moved to Reno to run a, another gaming company. And Frank was literally the only person that was nice to me on the football team that I showed up at. Okay. He was the only one that talked to me. And he hit me up. He had overheard me tell people that I run a gaming company. And Frank hit me up on Messenger. What did you just say? You should hire me? Uh, You should hire me. Yeah. (laughs) You just said you should hire me. Um, And I was like, why? And he's like, I can do graphics and stuff. And at that time, we were a very small company. And then... Within a year and a half, we actually uh, quadrupled in size. Wow! Our company got much bigger, and I we were looking for an art, uh, looking for a artist. Okay. And I, I said, well, I'll give Frank a try. So I hit Frank up. He was actually you were living in, where Sacramento? Sacramento. Yeah. So he was living in Sacramento, but looking to get back to Reno, and uh, he ended up coming to work to me. That was what that was ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. About ten years. So ten, about five years ago, um, I was I was done with Reno. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up in the snow and the cold. I lived in Reno for five years. It is not Minnesota by any stretch, but I was. Can I swear? Yeah, sure. Fucking done. You were fucking wearing the, hats that people. <laughs> yeah, I was done say. with the snow. I had bought a. I had bought my dream car, which is a Dodge Challenger. Okay. Loved that car, mm-hmm. and I lived on a road. That on both sides to get out was like this, and I had to call Frank one day. I said, "Frank, will you please come pick me up? Because I can't get out of my, I can't get out of my neighborhood." Did you live up on the hill? Yeah, that's where my father-in-law lives up on University Loop. Um, I, I was up 
further up than further that. Further up than yeah. that. Okay, I got you. I know where you're at. So, um, so I ended up getting another job down here and um, said to Frank and another guy, and we were still playing football, um, and let's, let's move to Vegas. And Frank was like, fuck, let's do it. Right. So Frank's been, Frank works with me at the other company that I run, a gaming company that I run. And then um, Frank can really tell you the story of the Dice Up stuff because, truthfully, I'm just a pretty face. Frank is really in charge of everything else. Okay. Him and I, him, yeah, he just noticed the studio was. went quiet when you said that you're pretty famous. I'll just leave that out there. But anyway, now Frank, now we we know we know Mike's background, spending time in wrestling as well. Were you a fan of wrestling at all? I mean, what's what's your? Um, I don't know much about it. Honestly. Okay, so you're not a wrestling guy. So with all of his background in wrestling, and I think it's kind of cool that your backgrounds are so different. Because I think it makes a partnership better because you both then have different views of things coming from different backgrounds. Is that the way things kind of... I mean, I know you guys worked together previously, and I'm, I'm just really focusing and talking about Sin City here. Does that work well because you guys have different views on things since you, you're not into wrestling, but he is, and he's worked with ideas with wrestlers and things like that. How does that work in the dynamic for you guys? Uh, for me, I think it works out perfect. You know, I, I like the different funky patterns. Um, that looks like one of a solo cup. Yeah, yeah. Right. Is, that is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking at it saying I recognize that. Pattern. I said that so when he walked in this morning to the shop, I was like, "That's fucked up." I wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like random. Um, Mike's really good at designing. Okay. Um, he is the king of fucking random shit, though. That's okay. He is the king of the random shit. That's he good. has given me some hats that almost made me want to throw up. <laughs> He'll walk in the door. He had, um, you know, the picture of that very muscular black guy with his dong hanging off the bed. Have you ever seen that picture? It's a meme. It's a, you've seen it. I'll take your word yeah. for it. It's a meme, right? It's a joke. I don't know what to say on Frank, that one. I'm like, Frank, nah. Frank brought me in a hat, and it's just got the picture of it right here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Question on the teleprompter for you, Mike. What was your wrestling name and gimmick? I don't even want to answer it. So when I first started wrestling... This is to tell the truth. You know. Wait a minute. I'll, I'm going to go background. Mike... Where did you get started wrestling, well, and, here, here and who trained you? Um, I, w I, w I started at Buffalo Wrestling Federation, uh, ran by Buffalo Jim Barrier. That question came in, and I let it sit because I feared you'd get around to it. That was on Boulder, Boulder Highway, right? No, no. no that was, was on Industrial. Literally just down the street. Oh, yeah, really? Industrial, yeah. Okay. It was right ne next to the Crazy Horse, too. That's okay. right. Okay. No where I, you're at. I attended there a few times, and I was actually in some routines in there behind the desk and everything. So. Where, at the wrestling event or Crazy Horse 2? Both. Oh, okay. I was ring announcing it both. Very well. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I started there. My, the, there he is. Yeah, Aaron's got it up. That's the guy. Um, How do you pull that up so fast? <laughs> he had it saved. He had it saved. I'm afraid to ask which picture he found because I can't see his monitor. Uh, so uh, I started with uh, Yokozuna. Wow. I was one of, I think it was me, uh, Rush. Uh, oh. LV Rush? G.I. Jane or G.I. Yeah, there he is. You put that on a hat for him? Yes, oh, he yeah. did. Yeah. Yes, he uh, did. Not blocked out, though, like that one is. No, <laughs> actually, he blurred out. Oh, he did? Yeah, he blurred out the dog. Go explain hey, that. Hey, Frank, Frank, you, Frank. you know what you should have put? Where's the beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? Where's that? Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. a good, 
That's a good hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Straight out of TCA. <laughs> Don't say yeah, Where's that? the beef? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? <laughs> so we, uh, so I started there with Yoko. It was me and Rush and uh, a guy by the name of Damian Dollars who's no longer with us. Um, G.I. Jane, Jason Partain. Yeah. Um, there, there was, I mean, Jason. like, we were the originals and then Obviously, all of Yoko's family would come through. Yoko had a younger brother named Josh, who Yoko obviously was a very big guy. Yes, he was about three inches shorter than me, but about five feet wider than me. Um, <laughs> but we'd get we, literally it was the it was an education that nobody gets today. Right. Um, we got we literally got every every name. Well, I'll tell you this much: in the first year that I trained, everybody that was famous beat the crap out of me in that ring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the very first day, Godfather was there, Charles Wright was mm-hmm. there, and said, hey, big kid, get in the ring. And he clotheslined the living shit out of me, and I didn't even know how to take a bump yet. Right. And it was, it was at that point, it was, uh, you're, you're going to take a perfect bump because you had no choice. Right. And I was, I, I'm pretty much the same size as him, and he absolutely destroyed me. Learning about baptismal yeah, but, fire. Yeah. Well, and that's, wrestling, is, wrestling is very different today than it was back then. And it's not like the whole in my day type of a situation, but it's um, so many of the trainers that were around that actually had that real life experience in the ring that spent 20 years wrestling, 25 years or even, even more wrestling that were champions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, not, they're not around to lend their, their knowledge right. anymore. Right. Um, but I, I, up, you know, my kids, we go to the store, go walk through Walmart. It's, it's really sucks when my four-year-old at that time would say, Daddy, I want that John Cena toy. And I was like, yeah, I used to beat the hell out of him. <laughs> oh, right. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. And then and, but they still want his toy. I don't have a toy. <laughs> Chief, you were going to make a comment, and then let's go to Well, Matt. yeah, I was going to say, you know, the way you were taught, <laughs> that's the history of wrestling, Mike. And, yeah. and, and to, you know, you, as I've said before, and I'll keep saying, you go to shows you, and you watch today, the wrestlers today, probably 90 to 95% of them don't even wipe their fucking shoes off on the ringside before they get in the ring. So, and you know what the truth know, of the it is? The history's not, not taught. It's not, yeah, it's not their fault. They don't, they were never taught that. <clears throat> exactly. Um, there, there is an element of the respect in the business that a lot of people do not have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, but it's not their fault. They don't know. Right. The, the business has changed. Um, you know, when I was, I was taught, it wasn't called strong style which they had to make a name for the guys who couldn't take it. Right. So then they called it strong style. Gotcha. So if you actually lay a, a clothesline in or if, you, if you, you, you might touch somebody a little bit too hard in the forehead when you punch them, um, they called that strong style. Gotcha. Back when, when I called, it was called wrestling when I wrestled. Right. Um, and it, it's so funny because I was taught that when you're in a fight, you're in a fight right. in wrestling. Right. It's, it's that far away from a real fight. Gotcha. And the way that I was taught, it was, you know, Yoko, I spent, I got to be with him for a year and a half. Um, I worked with superstar Mike Lane, Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. And then Scott Casey was another guy that I wrestled. The I, cowboy. I, yeah. I, re- I wrestled with, with Scott. Scott was the guy who taught Booker T and Stevie Ray how to wrestle. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Um, so I mean, Texas. I got I have, I have the the pedigree of the people that I was able to learn from right. is incredibly deep, and sure. the people that I was able to wrestle with just because we were in Las Vegas mm -hmm. was absolutely ridiculous. Matt, I'm sorry, Matt, you have something there you want to? Yeah, what was your favorite match of your career? Uh, best match. The I last ever... one. <laughs> no, no, that, I I wish I I you know I got to do a lot of stuff in wrestling. Um, I got to do tons of house shows for WCW and WWE, and I wrestled a lot on ECW. Um, I got to wrestle in Mexico, and I got to wrestle all over the place. Vegas was was home. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. There was one match against a kid. I can't remember, and it, he was not a great wrestler. Um, but he was one of those guys that just uh, – Love to get the shit kicked out of him, and I was a great guy for that <laughs> because I love to kick the shit out of people. And we were wrestling, and um, and the whole match was set up where I was. It was it was going to be just me beating the hell out of this guy. And at the end of the match, I put a I put a I used to I did the beer thing before Stone Cold, and so I put the beer box on his head, and I gave him I I did a stunner on him. And we did a whole bunch of other stuff, and there was a guy that was a wrestler that was a buddy of Scott's that was watching us wrestle. And for whatever reason, he thought I was actually abusing the kid. <laughs> and so he jumped in the ring, and he actually hit me. Jeez. He punched me right in the jaw, and he goes, he goes, he's like, he gets in real close. He's, kid, you're, you're, you gotta, you gotta stay light. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in the ring? Mm -hmm. And I push him off, and we had a little bit of words and then he did the spot, and they threw me out. And I was like, okay. He's an older guy, and you respect your elders. Right. In, in, the, in the initial thing, I was going to beat the hell out of him. And then I was like, this is Scott's buddy. I just listened to him. So I get out right. of the ring. He comes to the back. He's really pissed. And he's like, you've got to take care of your partners. you got to take – and they, the kid walks up behind him. He goes, it was fake. It's fake. It's not wrestling. Right. And at that point, I knew that I got good enough to make it look Real. violent as hell. Right. Even – Seasoned pros. Right. There was one time, one of the kids that I used to wrestle with, he's not a kid anymore, funny bone. Um, wow. We were working in a ring, and he was one of the few guys that would actually wrestle with me, actually wrestle with me, because he enjoyed the way that I was taught, because mm -hmm. he was taught the same way. Right. Um, he he was, got the benefit of Scott Casey and, and Mike Lane of actually working very stiff and very hard. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's, it's not, you know... You got to make it look real. Mm -hmm. So many people today do not make it look real. It's really bad. Too much flippy shit. F flying Furbaderb is what Scott Casey always used to call it. Thank flying you. Flying Furbaderb? Flying Furbaderb. You need to give him one of the Flying Furbaderbs and then you do all your other bullshit. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was wrestling with Funny Bone and there was a guy by the name of Reno that was a bald headed guy out of WCW. And it was Reno, Booker T, and a couple other guys. Uh, oh, I got to, I got to, I spent a lot of time with my dad's very close friend with Nick Bockwinkle. Oh, wow. Okay. I so was going to ask you, did you do yeah. anything with Nick? Uh, I spent a lot of time with Nick. Nick would, Nick would come over to my office because him and my dad were friends from Minnesota and we moved to Vegas and all of a sudden Nick's like, holy shit, Mike's here. And so he started hanging around the office and, um, and I was working with my father at the time because mm -hmm. I, I, believe it or not, you actually have to have a job when you wrestle. Um, <laughs> And you mean so not Nick, everybody gets a million dollars a year? Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, nobody <laughs> gets that. Um, well, cross that off my wish list. Yeah, got got to sit. I mean, I, I I don't know how many hours I spent with Nick talking about what I should do and how I should do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously he would he, and he when he got in the ring, and if he punched anybody, 
they'd be like, oh, that was great. And then they walk in the back and go, he really hits really hard. <laughs> and I'm like, that's wrestling. Right. You right. know? So it's, it was a very different scenario back then. And it's, it is funny because my name was Sinful. Okay. My very first name was Big Bubba Tuttle. Big Tuttle Bubba. is a family name. Um, well, and that, I, that takes and me back to, was that, whose family name? Yours? It's my family. Okay. Yeah, so, so my, wow. my mother's steps cousin, well, I don't know, whatever, Tuttle in Somewhere Kentucky. Somewhere down the line. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky. And, um, and uh, Jim Barrier wanted me to be a, uh, a big idiot redneck. Okay. And I was supposed to be a good guy. Okay. Big Bubba Tuttle, I was going to be Hillbilly Jim. I was just going to say. A very young version of a Hillbilly Jim. Gotcha. And um, that didn't work out very well. My very first match, I walked out, big smile on my face. I tell the story all the time. Big smile on my face, I walk out, and everybody is, you know, the bad guy's in the ring. Right. I'm the good guy. Right. This is my first match. I walk out, I got my slop bucket, and I got a John Deere hat on, and I got overalls. Right. And I was in actually really pretty good, good, good shape, and mm-hmm. I got a big smile on my face, and I said, Suey or some dumb shit like that, and I walk out, and this lady in the right here, I, I still can see her. She was probably 65 years old. She just goes, fuck you. <laughs> from, from there to when I got to the ring, I didn't know what to do. Right. Because the entire audience absolutely hated my face. Mm-hmm. They hated everything about me. Mm-hmm. And from that day forward, I was a bad guy. Wow. Do so we, I can we this. find a picture of Big but What was it? I, no, you cannot. Big what, Tuttle? Big Bubba Tuttle. You Big cannot Bubba find Tuttle. that. You cannot find those pictures. Can't try it. Um, Challenge accepted. Right. You'd yeah. be surprised what we can Very, do. very few pictures. That was the early 90s. So we're, we're, getting, we're getting close to the top of the hour. I want to go back to the business just for a little bit because yep. we're going to have you guys on and on and on regularly talking about stuff. Um, Frank, talk about the business. What's the top three or five sellers that you guys – I know the hats, besides the hats. Give us some other ideas to some of the apparel that people are just ordering like off the shelf that, you, that is crazy. Um, it's just it, – your style of taste, uh, there's there's so many designs on there. Okay. Um, our, our main focus is the custom, so. Okay. Um, What's the craziest thing someone's reached out and said, I'd love to see something like this on a hat? Did uh, you? A hat or a jersey. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Probably the jerseys. <laughs> yeah, just loud designs. Um, okay. We, we, get, we get a lot of funny names. Okay. Um, what's the... Slap your pitch up, yeah. For, for like softball. stupid little plays on words. Play on words, like yeah. thoughts count anywhere instead of false count anywhere. You know, play on words. Yeah, funny play on words. <laughs> Matt, you looked like you were going to say something. I was always curious. I always ask people the same question just because everyone always has different answers. Who's your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Rick Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Luthez. Ooh. And gotch. Nice. That's a good list. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, the, and the, the reason is because if without them, you don't have anybody else. Right. And that's kind of what the Mount Rushmore is. Right. Um, sure. You know, you go back to Frank Gotch and Luthez. If you could add a fifth one, it'd be Judo Jean LaBelle. Oh, wow. So, but that's, I mean, those, those are the guys that I look to. I never got to meet Dusty. I've only had a phone conversation with Ric Flair, mm-hmm. um, but, I, but I did meet Luthez. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't meet Frank Koch, but... Um, I've met Judo Dean LaBelle a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've met him at CAC back when I was a member. Oh, nice. Um, but those guys are... I mean, without them, 
there was, there is no wrestling. Sure. I want to, something came in the chat room, Frank, that I want to give you an opportunity to reply to, to either confirm or deny. It's up to you. Mikey Diaz, apparently he knows you guys. Yep. Says, Mike still walks around the shop and chest slaps Frank for the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, pretty much on a daily. I <laughs> uh, get a nice slap. You get, yeah. You chop him? I mean, like a regular chop? No. No, I just give him a little one. Here's a little one. <laughs> yeah. What's that? All right, throw it up there. What do we got? He's got something. There it is. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. I, it is funny when people find out. I, I, when I was younger, I used to tell people that I was a wrestler, and it was a really cool thing. Sure, and that's sure. what I, I mean, it's really what I wanted to do with my right, life. Right. Um, I mean, I gave, I gave so much to wrestling. I gave pretty much every, every body part I broke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and wrestling was a was a very very important piece, so I always try to like do something with the wrestling sure. around the guys. Sure. And they're, they're, there's people that are like, "Give me a chop," and then right after that, they do not want to chop. No, that was a if, thing I was very good. If at. you watched AEW last night, I don't know if you guys watched it a little bit, but uh, it was uh, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson taking some chops from Eddie Kingston, and now Danielson is is light skinned anyway. Oh yeah. His chest was like chopped meat, and it's not, it's not the first time we've seen his chest light up from chops. Well, when he when he wrestled Omega, it was exactly. Yeah. I mean, oh hey, my Mike, God. I want to ask you a quick question. When you when you go to a wrestling match today, do you go as a fan, or do you go and look at it and critique it in your mind to how it's, it, it's really, how it could be? It's really better? both. Um, I love versus. I, I love what Wes is doing. Um, about five or six months ago, I had went down there. I took my kid. He's right. 16. I remember. I saw you there. Yeah, and, um, and I went there on a Monday night because I, I had told Wes that I was thinking about getting back into it. I remember you messaging me. You were thinking and, about um, it. So I wrestled a match, and it was really cool. There was actually some guys walking by, and I was wrestling. I'm not sure. I think he had me wrestle two guys. But... It's the respect thing. You know, I'm in Wes's place, so I just do whatever Wes tells me to do. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter that I wrestled longer. It doesn't, sure. None of that matters. So I wrestled, I think, two of his students. Um, and there was three or four guys. They walked by. Sure. And when those guys take a bump in the ring, it sounds one way. When mm -hmm. I took a bump in the ring, they turned and they walked in and sat down. <laughs> and uh, Wes is like, don't take a bump. I'm like, but I, I was a bumper. Right. Yeah, I was a big guy. I mean, I, I, I was always a bad guy. Right. And I, I very rarely won. Right. Um, I, I held titles, but they lasted like two weeks. Um, and well, I wrestled. longer than Daniel Bryan had one. What was it, eight seconds when he lost to Sheamus that one year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. So We won't talk about that. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. But, but I, 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 when I go to shows, if I take my kids, I love watching wrestling. I've seen you there. We always, my kids always get, we get the front row seats at, at we FSW. Critique. Um, I really don't critique them unless they're really horrible, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there are some guys in verses that, that I understand that Wes is putting them out there to give them a shot, and you can't critique that. No, I agree. Not that's not fair. I agree. But if you've got a guy coming in that you know has been wrestling for five-plus years, and I'm going to look at him very, very differently. Right. Um, you know, you look at guys like Remy Marcel, um, and, and there's a lot of other talent that do that. 
Yeah. All right, we're at the top of the hour, so let me do this as we wrap up. Frank, give some, give the contact information regarding the business, how people can find you, and do their thing with Sin City Sublimation. Yeah, so you can find us on Facebook, uh, Sin City Sublimation. You can reach out to us at sales at sincitysublimation.com. Um, do you have any specials going on right now or anything uh, for holidays? I think we or? got like free shipping if you order over $100 worth of stuff. Yeah. Something okay. like that. How about any TCA discounts or specials if any of our viewers say, hey, I saw you on? Uh, we will definitely make one. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I wish we would have thought of that before. Yeah. Well, I, so we'll, we'll I, did, do I did mention that to you when we talked on the phone that day. You know. I, I used to be a wrestler. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> That's right. I'm definitely reaching out for some TCA shirts. Yeah, absolutely. Are cool right. absolutely. We're going we're gonna to redesign some of our stuff as well. What is a bumper? A bumper is a wrestler who takes the falls and the, the, the body slams and, <clears throat> and gets hurt probably a lot more often than the non-bumper. Anyway. It's the chief that, that hollers all the time. That's a bumper. He makes the good guys look good. That's right. I all did right. that a lot. Gentlemen, thank you so, so much for coming. And we're going to do this again because you guys are a big support. We want to continue... I, Continue getting your business out there to a much wider audience. We thank you. The gifts and the swag, we love it. Thank you so much. Mike, always a pleasure to see you, and thank you for Thanks, sharing Eric. your wrestling stories. Frank, Frank and I, Frank and I, a number of months ago, and I'm going to be very careful how I say this, took a, well, we'll just say a self-defense class, because yeah. I, don't want, I don't want to be specific in what it I is. I thought it was the pole dancing class you guys took. <laughs> yes. The, the pole would fall That's down. the need for G-strings. That's, hey, that's right. That's hey, check, check Sin City Sublimation out because the chief says so. They, you will find a link on our website now, correct? Yep. Which is what? ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com. Under the uh, Advertisers tab, uh, just see the logo, and it's a click back right to their website. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Our number one is in the books. Our number two, we still got a lot to cover, a lot to talk about. Please stay with us. We're going to step aside for a break. Join us for round number two right after this. Party. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide much-needed life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you. Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get girth today at the Valley Auto Mall. If you order Firehouse subs online or with our app, we'll have those delicious, melty subs boxed, bagged, and ready to pick up with Rapid Rescue to go. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because... 
they do. All right, welcome back. Hour number two. Thoughts count anywhere? Again, we want to thank Mike and Frank for coming in. Um, I got stuff all over the desk. I can't even find my run sheet. <laughs> Holy cow. Frank and Mike coming in from Sin City Sublimation. SinCitySublimation.com. Check them out. Get some great swag, masks, G-strings, whatever works for you and your business. All right. Whew. Where do we want to go? Well, where do we want to go? Take a deep breath. I want to go to Sin City Sublimation and order shit. <laughs> That's where Wait, I want to go. Seriously. Check them out at Sin City Sublimation. Yeah. All, all joking aside, because the chief does say so. There you go. All right, let's go into some uh, WWE stuff, shall we, gentlemen? Ding, ding, ding. A lot going on. SmackDown last night. We saw... <coughs> Thank we, you. We saw a lot of things happen last night on SmackDown. Um, we saw... Um, why am I blanking? Shotzi. She, got, she had a match last night with Charlotte Flair. Things kind of got a little hinky at the end with Sasha Banks. Gentlemen, your thoughts on that action from last night? I'm glad to see Shotzi's getting the push, and uh, um, I'm glad her character is turning her into what I really know of her out here in, in Vegas. Um, so uh, if she's turning heel, so be it. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see it, too. I wanted to see her get a push. She finally deserves a... Finally get new people up on the show and anybody besides the four horsewomen is <laughs> good. About time. Now, will they get rid of the tank now? There was talk this morning on, an, on Busted Open that the idea of getting rid of the tank to give her a new presentation as a heel yeah, they should would be have done. To. That's like a total baby face thing to do. So you can't really come out with like a really cool entrance. Even I, though she used it as a weapon against Sasha. I, ho I hope not. I hope not. I hope. I hope that thing, uh, you know, the fire, <laughs> the fire stuff. Yeah. I hope. I hope they design that so it just automatically reloads. Okay. And she can keep firing shit at her opponent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Why not? Keep firing insults. What the hell? We'll find hey, something to keep firing you know, at. You know, I want to throw one out there. I yes. read in the dirt sheets this week that uh, WWE was upset with Char with Charlotte mm -hmm. and. Uh, they were going to take her off TV and everything. Well, isn't it funny that you can't always believe the dirt sheets because she showed up on SmackDown. They last took her night off. They took her off media appearances during the week, not the show. She they, she took her off from media from going around doing different media things this week, not the show. What the hell's the difference? Difference is doing interviews on shows like ours during the week, or you know, doing blogs or whatever. That's that's what they took her off from doing. That's bullshit. Okay, it doesn't you, change your point. I'm just you're going. You're going to see. <laughs> you're going to see her on SmackDown, where there's more people there, and she's talking. So what's the difference? You know, taking her off a media appearance. I mean, I, but if somebody's got her one on one and being like, "Hey, what's your deal with WWE?" Right. Well, here's her asking her those questions. You know, she has no filters, so well, well, you know, she's gonna bury herself right then and here, there. Here's my real question. Did Bex get her butt hurt? And that's why they took her off? Did, did she go running to Vinnie Mac and say, I They had an altercation, the two of them, in Gorilla, in front of everybody. But again, reading the dirt sheets, Chief, 
there have been other incidences like the one with Nia Jax when they had their issue in the ring they went in the back and again according to the dirt sheets they, the, I, the gals in the back are not happy with what they're perceiving as a a Charlotte that's not well liked right now let's put it that way again that's reading the dirt sheets we're not in the locker room but you're right I, I agree with your point wholeheartedly I, I, I totally agree with what you're suggesting you know I, I <laughs> you read it's like Mike. It's like Mike said in the first hour. Mm -hmm. You take a punch. Mm -hmm. You know it's either a real punch, or it's not a real punch. Right. That's that's the point that I'm trying to make. Speaking of SmackDown, uh, announcer Greg Hamilton was released from WWE this week after six years, claiming it was mutual. I'm sorry. You know, uh, I'm sorry to see him go. I I liked him as a ring announcer, but. I did read that uh, I guess he has uh, some family health issues that he's going to go He wants to, to focus he's going on. He's going to yeah. focus on, and hey, I applaud him for that. Yeah, it's not him. It's a, was it his grandmother who was ill? I, th I think it was his grandmother and his sister. And his sister. Okay, yeah. You know, so, so kudos to him yeah. for... Uh, Putting family first. Yeah. And, and while we're talking about uh, kudos... Uh, I'm glad to see Hacksaw Jim Duggan's out of the hospital, or not out of the hospital, but had a successful surgery and is on the road to recovery. Did you hear his announcement, though, after that surgery? I did not. He has prostate cancer. I did hear that, and he had the surgery uh, yesterday. Oh, he did have it for the prostate. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. it was that yeah. fast. In oh, Charleston. I apologize. In Charleston Oh, okay. Yesterday. Okay, I did not so read that part. Okay, cool. Yes. Well, good. Yes, yeah, well, well wishes to Jim. We had an opportunity to uh, meet him. He did a signing with Ted DiBiase at Power Play Sports, where? At the, the Boulevard, Boulevard Mall. Mall. Not too long ago, we had an, I, you know, I had an opportunity to meet both of them, um, and you guys did the signings with him. Great, great guy, and his wife was there, as you saw in the videos, too. So, please, get well soon, Hacksaw. We, uh, the wrestling world wants to see you around for a Friday, lot longer. Friday, WWE SmackDown attendance was the lowest since return to touring. 4,180 tickets were sold for the show with an estimated capacity of 4,682. There you go. Crack research. So was the, was the capacity available at 4,700 and they sold 4,200 tickets? I'm not sure. Because if that's the case... That doesn't sound that bad. I was going to say, if that's the case, no. that's not a bad percentage of, of available seats. I'm trying to think where they were last night. Or no, where. No. It was um, because it was 4,000 tickets was up. Oh. All right. That's wow. interesting. Okay. A couple other news and notes. Uh, here's how about this one. Reports are that Vince McMahon wants to hire shorter referees in order to make the wrestlers look taller and meaner. Bring Hornswoggle back. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, your thoughts on shorter referees? That's a good, I like that. I get it to like make the superstars look bigger, and if they're hiring smaller wrestlers than they have in years past, it makes sense to have like smaller referees just to make the smaller guys look big in Vince's eyes because that's the only one that matters. Here, here's the most common thing. If that's what Vince wants to do, okay, why don't you go and why don't you hire the little people who are in the wrestling business and hire them as the referees? Like Hornswoggle. Like Hornswoggle. Be interesting to see. Did, um, did you see where... Uh, what was the one I was going to say? Uh, we did a signing with him over a power play. He's gone to, he, uh, manager, 
just got hired by Ricardo a, Rodriguez. Just got hired by AEW as an announcer, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. But but is it more for the um, uh, Spanish? He's a Spanish commentator. Right, is it right? So yes, but that's great. I'm no, I'm happy for him. I am very happy. SmackDown, my resume will be coming for a new ring announcer. Anyway, um, okay, a couple of marketing news and notes which I find interesting. WWE signs a deal with Panini for trading cards. The deal will start in early 2022. That's a year and a half or, or a year plus away. Yeah, Panini's been doing sports cards for probably the last 20 years, right? Or so. You know, big market that they. I did. thought it was the restaurant. I thought if you buy a Panini sandwich, you big, get. A, Big Art. market that they did were uh, hockey sports cards. So right, you know, right. Just crazy. Tops is losing the license to like everything, and that company has been around for like eighty plus years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next, the other piece now is WWE also signed an extension with Mattel, keeping them the makers of their action figures. I think that's a good idea. Mattel is obviously a recognized name, and obviously figures are going well. Oh, yeah, they're definitely looking good, so it's definitely a good idea. Carlos says in the chat room that he's not happy about the Panini partnership. Carlos, tell us why. Curious to know why you, you believe that. Bray Wyatt, his 90 days non-compete clause ended yesterday. Now, gloves are off. Okay. Where do we see him? Where do we see him? Where, 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 where do you where, think he's going to show up? Where would you like to see Bray Wyatt show up? Most likely AEW, but since Turning Point is in Vegas, November 20th. Right, 2021-22. I would love to see him show him an impact selfishly, but most likely it's going to be AEW. I'd like to see him an impact. I would, too. It's a biased opinion for the reasons that you're talking about. No, I I would, too, but I I agree with Matt. I think he's going to... uh, Although, you know, he could resign with WWE. You never, he could. He you could. never know. I think of all the options, though, I think that's the least, or, uh, ex- you know, least one happening, you know, in my opinion. Part of the thing Ring of Honor said that they were going to, I don't want to use the word restructure, but I can't think of what, but, the, you know, yeah, they're going to re- rebrand, remarket right. their program. Not until April, though. It'd be interest, well, it'd be interesting if he held out and was one of the headliners. I, but could you imagine him and Jay Lethal going at it? Yeah. Oh, my well, Actually, God. they have one more show before the year, I believe. Final battle, December uh, 11th. And then basically the first quarter of next year, they're rebranding, restructuring, and, and whatnot. So I, I, th- I would love to see him in Impact because he'll make a bigger impact. Um, uh, AEW's got a lot of stars. They've got a lot. You know, eventually... You know, great. They have an hour on Friday nights as Rampage, and I think we've kind of talked about this. You know, they've got their show Wednesday night. They're signing a lot of people, and they're going to run out of time on TV for all their talent, just like WWE has had the trouble getting their stars airtime. Is that, uh, and I agree with you, is that why, though, that they're doing the uh, show on... um, uh, on the dark key, elevation yeah on the on the youtube key, on youtube could be so that but that doesn't they garner can the show the rest of the wrestlers they but have. that doesn't show the viewership get the viewership that the regular tv show does does it i don't know that it, I, don't, I, I don't know i don't know it doesn't get the same viewership but it doesn't get like too far off as far okay. as like having the lower people on but it gets them like experience in front of crowds and 
Hopefully it'll get them the way up. But those TV tapings have got to be so long. Between they filmed Dynamite, Rampage, yeah. and both Darks on the same taping. Them fans got to be like tired of yelling by like six, seven hours. I just want to share, Carlos uh, responded to my question. By the way, Shant believes Bri uh, Bray's going to end up in AEW. Carlos says, the Panini name brings scalpers and the worst of the worst for collectors. It's going to be hard for newer collectors to get into the hobby. Shant then follows up, full gear is coming closer. We know AEW wants to make it memorable. A way to make it memorable. Absolutely would. But let me ask you this, though. CM Punk debuted, right? That was a great return. Daniel Bryan, uh, uh, Brian Danielson debuted. Uh, Adam Cole debuted. Okay, are they setting themselves up for trouble? And I'll use put that word in quotes with their fans expecting big debuts every time there's a major show because eventually you're going to run out of people to be able to do that with. What's your thoughts? They're definitely putting themselves in a hole with all these debuts because people are expecting that now. Even with like Impact. Mm -hmm. When we were in Impact, everyone was waiting for Strowman, and you and me were in the right spot, and they were, like, making us move, and we're like, dude, where is he? Right. And we looked around, and we saw Moose, and even, like, Impact, that should be a big thing. Right. But since what we were expecting, we both looked at each other like, eh, Yeah, exactly. Let's get out of the way. Yeah, we're like, oh, okay, not what we thought. All right, check, please. <laughs> but, but for the standpoint of what Impact was doing with the storyline, what they did and as a result that we saw on, on uh, Bound for Glory was, was perfect. Okay? Oh, yeah. But I think we all expected sort of Strowman or whatever his new name has been out Titan. there. Titan. We kind of thought he might fall into the gauntlet match a little bit, right? I mean, that's kind of another area we talked about. We might have seen him as a demon. Really? Okay. Why not Strowman in that spot? Because rumors, obviously, he didn't sign. They didn't get a deal done. But is anybody excited about the demon? Coming back from WCW? Online, a lot of people were, apparently. Did they really? I got oh, a picture okay. with them. I saw them walking around the casino in, like, full, like... Full gear? Full gear, yeah. Wow. How many people walked up to him thinking they were really, he was really Gene Simmons? Given the fact that Simmons was living here until a week or so ago. And the demon's 51 years old and can still go, you know. Yeah, but he didn't do, let's say, but he didn't do a whole lot. He no, did some in no. the ring, and he got credit for getting rid of one or two people. But, yeah, I mean, listen... Oh, if you're the old classic WCW folks and you like to see those kind of returns, it was perfect. Yep. But you know he was a coach for the White Sox? I did not know that. Uh, Dale Torber. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to look it back up again. He's like the strength and conditioning coach. Well, that would, yeah, I can, see why, I can see why that would work, right? All right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to step aside for our first break of the second hour. How's that? Make sure that all of our sponsors uh, are well represented, right? Sounds good to me. Sounds good? All right. You are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, the official, with Sin City Sublimation, the official apparel company of TCA and Go Live Vegas and everybody else. Thank you for watching. We'll be back in 60. Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the court to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking, but if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales at sincitysublimation.com, and if you mention Thoughts Count Anywhere, we will take $5 off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased. A pro wrestler-owned business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround all made in the USA. For more information, go to SinCitySublimation.com for more. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. 
thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The thoughts count anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide much-needed life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you. Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get Garth today at the Valley Auto Mall. All right, welcome back to Fox County, where Kent, uh, let's see. Kent responded to one of my questions. The answer to my question, which I don't remember, but... We are wrestling fans. Wrestling fans aren't stupid. We know Bray and others from ROH, like Dan Housen, Jay Lethal, etc. The rumor mill keeps getting bigger and bigger. We just have to wait and see what's true. We know that Bray and the others are on the free agency market, free to sign anywhere. We just don't know where they're going to sign until we see them. At, well, obviously, I mean, that's 2020 vision. You know, where are we going? We, we don't know where they're going to sign, but when they sign, that's where they are. <laughs> it's like, where are you? Wherever I am right now. Yeah. I wonder who Ring of Honor is going to have left in April because they got to some big names. They could, when their contracts are up January first, I can see contracts being signed January second. Who's that? Sean. He's at work. Oh, oh, so buddy Sean. Okay, I didn't. I did. He's got. He's got to update his wardrobe though. That's the old logo. It's okay. <laughs> That's okay. He's Sean still represent, but he's working out before going to work, and he's got our classic thoughts kind of anywhere T-shirt on. He's representing. He is repping. All right, let's. Uh, do we have anything else under? Oh, uh, WrestleMania tickets go on sale November twelfth. Let's talk. If you have plans, it's good. They're, looks like they're going to stick to two day format moving forward, which is a great idea. I loved it much better. Where's it going to be? Dallas, Texas. Thank you. And then after that, they're coming out to L.A. I believe. Next November, I'm going to be really hyped when they go on sale because I'm buying them. <laughs> For what? WrestleMania in L.A., SoFi Stadium. Are we going? It's a hop and a skip, a jump away. We're going? There you go. Hell yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on to AEW Impact and whatever Ring of Honor news we have left. Although I will say during the commercial, Aaron put up on the teleprompter for us that um, Ring of Honor may be bringing in a lot of uh, G GCW wrestlers. Game-changing wrestling for their for their final show. We'll see what happens uh, with that. Um, okay. Nick Gage is going to start bashing people with, with light, light bulbs. Tubes. That's right. Yeah. BYOB. Bring your. <laughs> Aaron, please, when you do that, let me it know ahead of loud. time, please. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, we got to fix our hearing. Um, BYOB. Bring your own bulbs. That's the kind of match uh, that. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, let's see. Ring of, uh, but here's another thing with Ring of Honor. The Ring of Honor video library is up for sale. Now, is that possibly a signal? Because the other, many of the other questions is, will we really ever see ROH come back? If they're willing to sell their library. Apparently the Sinclair part of it since like the 2012 to now right. 
has been on sale for like a year apparently. Okay. But that's crazy because they there's so many talents between AEW and WWE. Mm-hmm. That could be a real bidding war between Vince and Tony Khan. Which is a good thing for our wage if they obviously need the cash influx. Oh, but, yeah. But if they come back, they have no history left, per <laughs> se, right? Because all those, I mean, yeah, you can find it on those other sources. But if you're willing to sell your library now, and if you're going to come back in business, are they really cleaning the slate then to create new history? Yeah, do you follow what I'm saying? I mean, they're, yeah. they're moving their lineage away from their home if they come back. I, I hear... I don't disagree with you. Here's my thought as I was sitting here. I wonder if ROH and the NWA, okay, Billy Corrigan, Mm -hmm. and one of the Japanese organizations are all going to collaborate together and bring a new ROH product back in the second or third quarter of uh, 2022. I wonder if that's the way it may go. I saw somebody post in the Thoughts Count Anywhere group yesterday that what if Tony Khan buys Ring of Honor and kind of uses it as developmental for AEW? So would ROH then go up against NXT probably? Kind of, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Of all the wrestling companies that are out there today, including ROH. And I agree with Shan's uh, comment in there. ROH got hurt the worst during the shutdown. Because they, really did, they really didn't do anything. No. Nothing, no. right? WWE, we know they did the Thunderdome thing, right? AEW, they were at Daly's Place. You know, uh, uh, NWA still had, everybody still had stuff going on. Yeah, Impact to, was in Nashville. Right, and they, everybody has something going on to stay relevant. Yes. Okay. ROH did not. They really didn't. No. They don't have a TV contract per se. I mean, I catch them when there's like late at night on my direct TV satellite dish on the 300 level number. Well, that's so the Sinclair station. Right. Yeah. But they're, they're, you know, even Access that Impact is on is people know the name of Access, but it's not TNT. It's not USA. It's not Fox. It's not Peacock. It's not any of So ROH, when they come back, they have to be strong. To come back with some sort of TV contract, don't you? I mean, a, a stronger TV home than what they're doing now. You know, what they were doing. everybody, I'm going to throw this one out there. Everybody keeps saying that the Young Bucks are the best wrestling tag team we have today. And well, I'm going to tell you something. I think ROH has got a pretty good damn tag team themselves called the Briscoes. If their contracts are up January 1st, the Briscoes will be signed somewhere January 2nd. I, that's a great point. And I would love to see that match happen. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think it, they may have wrestled each other before. Who? Um, the Young Bucks and the Briscoes. Oh, yeah. They've wrestled each other a ton of times in and, Ring of Honor. And uh, I th- that's just my opinion. It's, it's interesting he mentioned, you mentioned the Briscoes because I saw an article this morning that came up on my news feed. Top 10 talents that are in Ring of Honor that AEW should sign. Okay? Um, and the Briscoes, with number one being the number one, 10 be- was number two on the list. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's right thinking. Number I mean, one, Bully Ray. Should not, he shouldn't even have a wrestling contract. Right. He should be the head of creative for AEW. Beginning of the year. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. I, and 
It's interesting you say that because one thing I love about Bust, Busted Open is you have Bully Ray who gives you that opinion as a booker, more or less, yeah. when he's on the show. Um, Mark Henry, love him. He brings, he brings forward like the fan perspective when we listen to him because you yes. and I listen on the way in on Saturday. Yes. Okay? So he's talking about the fan. He does some creative thinking, but he's talking like a fan. And Tommy Dreamer, who, by the way, came back to Busted Open this week. Yes, he did. He's kind of in between. Because he's got his own house, uh, house of hardcore, house right? Of hardcore. I don't know if that was is still doing anything or not, but he can kind of do both, and I, that's why I love the mix of people. And so when you you mention Bully Ray, his name comes up so much in conversation that he's why is he not a producer somewhere? He does, has no desire to go to WWE, and bull, he's made bull, that public. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. I've I I said Bubba Ray, but Bully Ray. I have heard that um, he's not politically correct a lot of times backstage um, with management and with wrestlers and that could be part of it um, creativity there's no doubt in my mind he's very creative um, but on the flip side I've also heard that him and his uh, uh, part tag team partner mm -hmm. do not want to not get along at all. So that could be, you know, using those tidbits of information, that could be why he's not uh, backstage working as a uh, creative developer. Well, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that, that is a great point. Then I love Matt's idea. If, if Ring of Honor really will come back in April, you're right. They, they should really get him involved in creative because I love listening to well, him. It, is isn't he still with ROH? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he still has a contract, but everyone's getting released. So, so technically, by the end of the year, he probably won't have a contract, at least as a performer, right? So, anyway, interesting stuff to see what happens. You know, ROH. I think what's going to happen with ROH is it's going to change the face of what we know of some of pro wrestling. Today. I I keep sure. saying I wished wrestlers could just go and wrestle wherever they want. You know, this contract bullshit today. Um, and what's interesting, though, is they're contracted as 1099s. They're contracted, I believe, most of them as independent contractors. They're not hired employees like, you know, an operations manager would be, right? Are you talking about ROH or in I'm general? Talking about, I'm talking about in general. Well, I Except think for, like, the top talent in AEW, yeah, they're they employees. Sign, they sign, your, you know, year-to-year -year contracts. Oh, I, I understand that. And, and the, the point that I'm trying to make, though, is... is uh, Brian Danielson, I'll use him as an example. He should be able to go to whatever company he wants and wrestle. Mm -hmm. An independent company, a company in Japan, AEW, WWE, you know, just let them wrestle. The, the, the and I agree with what Chance said. We're not stupid. As, as wrestling fans, you get to know the storylines you we try to pick what the results are going to be mm -hmm. um, you know we may not be uh, correct all the time and Chiefs normally not correct because I just do it that way um, but you can tell what the results are going to be if you change the storylines up and you keep the fans guessing you're going to pack house after house after house 
on the road with fans and you're going to make money okay um, Omega you know who who would be the perfect wrestler to go up against Omega out of any company out of any company I have one that comes to mind who's that AJ Styles that'd be a good one that's what I'm saying WWE, AEW, the wrestlers should be able, if that's the match, if that's the match that the fans want to see and it will put people in seats, it should happen. Vince gets half, Tony Khan gets half. That's how you do it. Unfortunately, we know what Vince's ego and the way he's positioned himself, that, that will never happen as of right now. Um, that's where we're asking the entire world of pro wrestling to be one big territory that everybody can move around to. Um, you mentioned Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. I still have trouble remembering that's okay. his real name. I, I, I let you get away with part, that one. Part of his agreement with AEW is to allow him to go wrestle at New Japan. Yes. Okay? And that's one of the reasons why we saw a match with him in Suzuki a couple of weeks ago. And that's one of the reasons he left WWE. Correct. Well, though supposedly, Dirty Material, the WWE was going to allow him to do that, supposedly. But I think it was a matter of the number of dates in general they wanted him to wrestle. But he did come out this past week saying that he cannot keep the schedule that he is on, even though it was a lighter schedule to come to, because he's working harder in each, ma each match, as we saw last night, yep. and he's get, his body needs a little more time. Yeah. He does want to, and he does have the flexibility to wrestle New Japan and all of that stuff. But open territory movement, like you're referring to right now with the landscape of wrestling, especially WWE, WWE will never allow their performers to do that. And you know what? I'll tell you another guy that's, uh, that was, that's work, that works hard match after match after match was the guy that Brian Danielson wrestled last night, Eddie, Eddie Kingston. Kingston. Yeah. Okay. There's another one. Could you imagine a world where, like, Impact randomly on and, like, Roman Reigns magically comes out and just challenges Moose, yeah. brings the Impact especially, title back? Especially after the promo he did. Why not? That we saw this past week. I, 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 you know how full houses would be just on the possibility of something like that happening? Right. Why not? You hey, know? Why not? I want to give a special shout-out to our hundreds of listeners right now on the Go Live Vegas app that are taking us on the go. And we want to thank all of them for tuning in. Hey, give us a call because we know you can't see the phone number. Give us a call, 702-329-6947. Press the number one to come into the studio. There is a... a because a, the chief says so. That's right. We have that drop somewhere. I know you recorded it, and I'm sure our producer, Aaron, will get that ready for us sometime soon. This day in wrestling history, October 29th, Halloween Havoc moment. The, one of the biggest moments was the giant won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship from Hulk Hogan by disqualification. There was a lot of uh, convoluted activities in this match, and not everybody was a big supporter of the result of this match. There we go. Wasn't There's, that the monster trucks on the roof? There's a, <laughs> it could be. There's a picture of the combatants of said match during Halloween Havoc. Of course, the giant was better known as a big show in WWE now, and of course, simply known as Paul White. And of course, the Hulkster... Um, Still known as the Hulkster. Did you see Dark Side of the Ring this week, by the way? Not yet. Okay. Did you see it? Dark Side of the Ring? That they covered the steroid, uh, steroid era. The steroid yeah, I, yes, I did. You did watch it? Yes, I did. I thought it was rather intriguing, and I still find it interesting that they're still uh, 
conflicting stories between all the parties involved, everybody from the attorneys to the participants who were, you know, who were involved in the suit. And, and, and I, just, I just thought it was one of the better episodes in terms of bringing forward something that at the time was literally bringing gasoline to a bonfire in terms of steroid use and around wrestling for that matter. So I'm not going to go too deep into it, Matt, since you haven't seen it, but I think obviously you'll enjoy it because it was a very important era within wrestling. Yeah, the so. 1995 Halloween Havoc was when they were battling the monster trucks on the roof and the giant fell off the roof. Shant, by the way, shares with us, it's not that Bully Ray and Devon aren't friends anymore. Bully didn't want to do any business with WWE while Devon and his wrestling school have connections with the WWE. It was just a mutual disagreement between both parties. The that's from the dirt sheet, so, so take it for what it's worth. Well, Bully actually addressed it on Busted Open when this story came out. Yes, he did. He, he actually did. So, go ahead, Matt. It was kind of funny when we were at Impact. I saw Devon, and I had, like, a picture signed by Bully Ray already, and I was like, hey, Devon, do you mind signing this? And I gave him the pen, and he was like, hold on. Did freaking Bubba touch this pen? And I was like, Yeah. Didn't think it was a thing, and he chucked it across the hallway. Oh, my god! And he goodness. was like, I don't know where his freaking hands have been. Give me a new one. Wow. I was like, oh, that's kind of random, but all right. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for coming. Wow. That's, so I gave that's him a crazy. new pen. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Listen, you know what? It, it, it happens. You know, you know, you have disagreements. You have partnerships that, that end. People go their separate ways. Certainly it happens. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Uh, let's save a couple of these other items for after break because we still got one more break and then we'll take it right to the top of the hour, which will also include our birthday announcements when we come back on the other side. You are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. The, the chief, Matt Aaron Phillips here. Tell you what, we want to thank everybody for watching or taking us on the go if you're listening on the app. We'll be back right after this. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! If you order Firehouse subs online or with our app, we'll have those delicious, melty subs boxed, bagged and ready to pick up with rapid rescue to go firehouse subs enjoy more subs save more lives sin city sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop making everything here in las vegas most companies have everything made overseas we do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less from the court to the field we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking but if you are looking for something else we also make memorial shirts birthday shirts and fan gear for your kids teams send us an email at sales at sincitysublimation.com and if you mention thoughts count anywhere we will take five dollars off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased a pro wrestler owned business we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround all made in the USA. For more information, go to SinCitySublimation.com for more. 
post from last week. A blast from the past. As we talked about toys last week, we found Chief's favorite toy back in 1910 uh, that he played with. I think you brought it up was just a stick that it was his favorite toy. Put a damn radio up, though. We That's right. He, stick. He, he watched wrestling on the radio. That was, right. that was very important. All right, before we get started, you have an announcement regarding our bracketology, which is going to get some light here. Yeah, if you go to thoughtscountanywhere.com, you can vote on our semifinals of the best finishing move of all time. Who's in the semis? The semifinals is Stone Cold, the Stone Cold Stunner versus Ooh. the Canadian Destroyer oh. and the Styles Clash versus Undertaker's Tombstone. Wow, some classic finishers there. The RKO actually got eliminated. I thought that thing was going to win. Really? Well, be careful. RKO can come out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that's an interesting semis there. Yeah. Who would you right now? Who would who do you think will win out of those four? I would guess the Undertaker's Tombstone. Okay. Chief give Canadian the, Destroyer. Give me the four again. The Stone Cold Stunner, the Canadian Destroyer, the Styles Clash, and the Tombstone. I like the Canadian Destroyer. Okay. I did before it was used in like every <coughs> match. Well, that's that's you, you know it's funny you say that because on the. On our show this morning, we were listening, coming in. Somebody was talking about the super kick, mm -hmm. or, yeah. the, what, or whatever the hell they call it. The, right. The click kick or well, super uh, kick. Well, they called it the super. They called it the super kick during their conversation. And everybody does it. Sweet chin music. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, there was a time when finishers were specific to an individual. Yes. Now everybody's doing it. So Matt, like you said, the Canadian destroyer. It was cool when it was less used, but now everybody's doing it. Yep. It's yeah. a hell of a move. When Petey Williams like made it and like first started doing it, everyone was like, what the hell? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My goodness. So um, Speaking of like old finishing moves, when we were at Impact, one of the TV tapings on Monday, we were sitting next to this guy. Look at the, the chief. Look at the monitors. You see it. Oh, nice. There it is right there. Hey, and that's the man that perfected it. That's right. And every move somebody would do, he'd be like, that was a finisher 20 years ago. Oh, that was a finisher right. 10 years ago. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's right. That's right. Well, you, you know what? There's only so much you can do and probably only so much that they're willing to put their lives on the line to create new moves, right? Can, can, I, can we go a different route for a minute? Sure. If you had a chance to see one wrestler wrestle in a match, who would you want to see? From any time era? era? I Anybody. Don't, I don't care. Okay. Matt, I'll let you go first. Um, I've pretty much seen everybody now wrestle. So I'd probably have to go like old school for sure. So probably Bruno San Martino. I'm glad I let you go first because that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I had Bruno, you know, yeah, and I, yes, so I, I'm with you. Bruno is the name that popped into my head. How about you? Because you've seen, you've seen to, to us and to me, Bruno was... I don't want to say the golden era, but he was part of that wrestling industry that's different from it would either be the 80s. It would either, and I'm, I'm going to throw two. Okay. It would either be Gotcha or Thez. Uh, the, the names that Mike mentioned earlier. Yep. They okay. would be the two that I'd want to see. Okay. Yeah, see, to me, Bruno San Martino was kind of like the last piece of lineage from the golden era of wrestling that carried through the 70s, yeah. right? But, so, the, but you know that's not true. 
What, in what way? Because well, but I said to, to no, me, no. from when I started oh, okay. following wrestling. Because I was going to say, if we talk about the golden age, mm-hmm. the last two that come up is Moolah and Mae Young. Yeah, true. But at the time when I, was, when I got into wrestling in the mid-70s, remember my first live event was at the Garden in February of 74, yeah. 76, yeah. when uh, Bob Backlund beat Superstar. Yep. Okay? Mo- there, there's the great set Bruno San Martino right there, originally from Pittsburgh. Um, a Brutzi Italy. That's right. That's right. Um, yes, May and and uh, Mula. I saw I saw Mula at my local high school when WWE did local events. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but Mula at that time was not the same Mula when she no. performed regularly. So no. I saw the very tail end, uh, and then when she got into the storylines yeah. and May Young with the baby with uh, the baby hand yeah. with Mar, you know. So I, I get what you're saying, but as an active in-ring performer at the height of one's career, Bruno. I got to see Bruno, what, another 10 years, let's say from the mid-70s on. Then, of course, the, the huge storyline with Larry Zbysko. I watched that episode when he smashed him over the head with the chair and you know, and Arnold Skolin outside the ring not knowing what the hell to do other than throw the towel in when Bruno was bleeding yeah. like, a, like a sieve. Yeah. So, but, but his name was the first one that popped up for me. But, you know... He, he, we stop and think about it, and, and, and this is the reason I bring it up, and, and I was trying to get hint to Mike uh, this morning. We see good quality wrestlers today, and I mean quality wrestlers in all organizations, but are they really being utilized to their fullest extent that they can wrestle? No. And that's the, that's the, you're absolutely right. And that's the point I'm making. When Bruno wrestled, you knew what you were going to get with Bruno. Right. Okay. When Thez wrestled, you knew you were going to get with Thez. You knew what you were going to get with Flair, with Dusty, with those type of guy, those type of people. Mm-hmm. Wendy Richter. Okay. Leilani Kai. You knew what you were going to get with them. Today. It's a five or seven minute match. I really wonder how many re- how many of the wrestlers today could go sixty minutes. I'm sure a lot of them could go. They just don't get the chance. That's and that's the point. And that goes back to what I, what I mentioned earlier. The AEW signing all these free agents. We'll just call them that. They only have three hours of television time. I'm not counting the YouTube stuff. So Dynamite and Friday night. There's not enough airtime here. You've got WWE with five hours. And you can't get a guy like Ricochet on a show to do his thing. So can they do more? They should be doing more, but they just don't have, they just don't have the, the ability to do it because of constraints of show. Totally agree. House totally. shows used to give guys like Ricochet an opportunity to perform on house shows, but as we know, they're not doing house shows on a regular basis anymore. Well, we've got a friend that we haven't seen in, on TV in how long? Now, a couple months well, they're rebranding him again. Uh, I'm, no, no, I'm just saying we haven't. But yes, we have not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So I, what is that? It's Rick O'Shea Irish. Who's Rick O'Shea? Rick. O- oh, dear mother. I'm just kidding. God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is he really Irish? Is that it? Or is that just part of his gimmick? He's a real dark Irish guy, yeah. My, my, my three-quarters Halfheimers just kicked in, and I'm pleading not guilty. On that, it's time to celebrate some birthdays. <laughs> I know. We're going to switch to birthdays. I know. It's just, you know. 
Jeez. Who had the fabulous moolah? Hubcap Mae Young. Oh, there she Oh, my. Listen, God bless her. She was still on TV in her 90s. Not the decade, but. Let's see. Who do you got next? May Young. May Young. Canada. Canada. That was in Toronto, if I remember right. Yes, it was. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was one of the early WrestleManias. You did? Even Aaron Ellicus, our producer, who's not a fan of knowing much of wrestling, watch that because it was up in Toronto. That's why. It was a Canadian event. So. He heard old boobs, so he had to turn in. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Sin City Sublimation left enough of these. They could probably lift them up, maybe. So, who knows? <laughs> anyway, hey, that's our music for birthdays. If you're celebrating a birthday today, October 30th through next Friday, which I believe is November 5th, we want to wish you a happy birthday from all of us here at Thoughts Count Anywhere, and you are celebrating with these people today. Halloween Eve, you are celebrating with one Adam Copeland. Of course, he's also known as Edge, but you know. Happy birthday to Edge. November 1st, the great Bobby Heenan, Tyler Rex, and Eli Drake. November 2nd, Queen Charmel, Darren Young, and Samir Singh. November 3rd, Don Marie, Cameron, and Andrade. Mr. Charlotte Flair. Uh, oh. And November 5th, Alex Wolf, Allison Kay. And again, please remember, go to our Facebook page. Put your comments on there if you have a birthday coming up or you have a family member that's a birthday coming up during our time period. Chief will see it, and we'd love to add you to our list. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating from today through next Friday. And my wrestler for today is Wildcat Wendell Cooley, C-O-O-L-E-Y. Wow, all right. That's, that's an interesting one. By the way, let's remind everybody when our next Firehouse Sub Remote is. December 7th, which is a Tuesday at 5905 Southeastern. And what time? 7 p.m. Sweet 109. Sweet 109. It's a one-hour remote show coming to you from our favorite sub shop in town, Firehouse Subs down there. There you go. There's our uh, mascot. Um, come on down. Great. We're, we're lining up. We're hoping that we're going to get a confirmation of a guest, hopefully in the next couple of days. You may see this individual tonight where you can get a direct invite, correct? Hopefully. I'm going to do my best. All right. And uh, we are going to line up a great, well, we always have great guests, except for last, last week, Sin City Syndicate. We took a little beating on, on having them on the show by our <laughs> fans, but, you know. Anyway, um, so, yeah, December 7th, mark your calendars now. We should verify. I think you did Tuesday night that there's no hockey game or anything in town on the 7th. We need to make sure that we're not going up against the Knights because that would really be bad. There is I did not look, but I'll check right now. There is my man from Continental Championship Wrestling. Wow. And it's even Wildcat Wendell Coley. It's <laughs> Pardon me? Everyone wants to know if that's the cowboy from, from uh, Village People. That Hell no. Actually, I'm surprised that that picture's in color. You usually give us names that they're black and white. So that was, that was good. That was very good. Threw, threw a ringer in there you, you did. You threw a curveball at us. You swerved us, as they say in the biz. All right, a couple of more topics that uh, we can cover and then some pop culture stuff. Um, let's see. What did we uh, – thoughts, thoughts on the Elite Ghostbusters segment? 
Apparently, their costume idea was a little bit different than what we originally saw. You, did you hear about that? I was massively entertained by that. I was always a huge Ghostbusters fan, oh, and yeah. I love the Elite, so I thought it was super entertaining. Some creativity. Well, the original idea that the guys had was not Ghostbusters. They wanted to do Squid Game stuff. Oh, and, yeah. And apparently the TV execs nixed that idea. Well, did you see this? I saw this morning on news that up in New York, a couple of the uh, counties up there, the this is the Squid Games from Korea. Yeah. They outlawed the, or they're not allowing the students to wear costumes of the, the, of squid. the squid games, wow. yeah. I know nothing yeah. about it. I mean, I, I, I see it on my that, I don't either. Yeah, that I pop see when Adam Page took off the State Puff Marshmallow Man suit. That was is. That was and then there were ghouls. The ghouls got unmasked. Who were the ghouls again? That was they, the ghouls in that set. Weren't there ghouls? Well, I, there were ghouls obviously in the movie, but I thought I read that there were ghouls in the segment that they unmasked as, and I don't remember the names, but. I'm sure somebody will see that. That was on WWE last night, on SmackDown. That was the ghouls uh, were on WWE on SmackDown last yeah, night. Yeah, that was uh, which. Uh, um, I thought it was part of the AEW. Stuff. I was at I work, apologize. so I don't. The know. only one I could think is Alberto Del Rio, and it was. Oh no, Car- Car- uh, Carrillo and yeah. Humberto. Yeah. And, right. Okay. That That's was right. on WWE. But I, I mix them. Do you think the Cowboys going to beat uh, Kenny Omega? No, I think Daniel Br- or Brian Danielson is going to be <laughs> the next easy, AEW uh, champion. You think Danielson, huh? Yeah. I, I think. So you think Omega and Danielson will be in the finals? Is that what you're suggesting? I think Omega and Danielson will be at the whatever pay per views after full year. That'll be gotcha. that'll be a good match. I hope the Cowboy wins, though. He, it would be cool. It's, it's his time. True. It is his time. So that. I just wanted to throw that one in. I'd like to see if Paige wins. I want to see MJF take it off of him. That would be okay, and then MJF and Danielson. Yeah, that'd be a good match. Well, I'm glad you're talking about it that way because there was a lot of speculation after Bound for Glory that the working relationship between AEW and Impact was sort of done. Well, it may not be done because there's a lot of uh, internet social media heat. Between Deanna Perrazzo and Britt Baker, they've been feuding with each other, but yet they've also pitched an idea of tag teaming to go after the ladies' tag team belt. So there may be nothing in the works between the two companies now why maybe everybody thinks that the arrangement has stopped, but yet they're teasing something like this online. So would, if, if it's a tease... Sign me Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would, and they go after the tag team championship... Would that mean that Britt's got to lose her championship and then they go after the tag team championship? Why not be, be uh, a dual um, champion? Baker two belts. I'd like to see that. I'd like to actually see them feud just because they're both such good wrestlers. I'd like to And s- to have them on both shows would be a cool thing to see. I'd like to see Becky and Britt go at it myself. True. That'd be a hell of a match. I want to see Britt Baker against almost anybody. Both After that yeah. match she had last night, Jesus. They're, it's they're, almost hard to say she's not like the best women wrestler on this planet. And she's a dentist. Yeah. She can beat the shit out of all these girls and be like, hey, come to my office Monday and I'll fix your teeth. <laughs> that's, that's a great I point. Would, I wonder if she point. could fix my false teeth for me. She might. Hmm. 
I saw an interview with her, hmm. and they were like, out of all the wrestlers you have in your dentist chair, who's the worst? What's What are you inspired about there, sir? Uh, I have a message coming in that I need to reply to. Inspiration. Remember, remember oh. Jennifer Thomas? Jen, Miss Jennifer, Ms. Thomas. Jennifer Thomas. Yes, I do. She and her crew will be in town on Saturday night, November 13th, with an event. Yours truly, uh, after the golf event that I am hosting that day, I'll be running to go see Miss Jennifer Thomas and her ladies, as I will be the ring announcer that night. Are we get, nice. Are we able to get in? I'm waiting to hear word on that. Very well. Is that going to be at the Nerd? It's not at the Nerd. It's actually, as of right now, from what I understand, is at a private mansion residence uh, east of the Strip somewhere. I don't oh. have the exact address, but nice. it's, it's like... a. In a way, it's like a private show, unlike the nerd the last time uh, where it was open. So, gotcha. but I will find oh, okay. out. Of course, I'm waiting. I have I have already asked, and I'm waiting for a response. She's a nice lady. Oh, she's ter- she wrestled for adverses a couple of months ago, and she's yes. got WWE yes, she background. Yeah, nice. so, yeah. But so I, I I'm I'm messaging with her to get some details. But uh, when I have them public, I can certainly share. So you're not going to give me no shit about Hubcap today, huh? I'm, I'm disappointed in you, son. I had something for you that was really going to get you going, and I totally <laughs> forgot it. Hey, what do you think? I think Inspiration did pretty good uh, at Impact. They okay. got a hell of a pop. They certainly did. You know what, though? So did Decay. Eh. They did. Decay got a pop. Come on, you got, you got to admit that, man. They got a pop. That was a good match, too. And there was talk that one of the things that the demon's going to do now is possibly work with Decay with the demonic stuff and be part of, like, a little faction. Garth answered the question about who he'd like to see sure. again. Yes, he sir. says he would love to see Macho and Andre the Giant now instead of when he was a kid because he, be- he thinks as a kid he didn't appreciate it then as much as he would now. Makes sense. I kind of agree with that idea. Chief is, chief is stunned by... I, I'd lo- I, no, I'm not stunned. Oh, okay. I'd love to see Dusty Rhodes and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Ricky Steamboat go at it. Okay? Yeah, that would be a great match. Or Dusty Rhodes versus Eddie Graham. Or Bruno versus Superstar again. I, th- I think I'm feeling another bracket <laughs> coming up down the line like a uh, dream I mean, match that, bracket. You know, you know if you really, really want to talk about it, I'd love to see Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. When they were both healthy. When they were both healthy, right. and, you know, and I, and I was fortunate. I wasn't there live, but I was fortunate to see the WrestleMania that uh, Hulk Hogan actually slammed Andre. Yeah, yeah, that was the tr- one of the truest passing of the torches, so to speak. Because everybody has those moments when the changing of the guard happens. Yep. And yeah. Andre doing that and getting body slammed was truly the passing of the torch. Well, gentlemen. Uh, Do you uh, remember the night that Bruno um, uh, got beat by um, the Iron Sheik? In the garden, wasn't yes. it? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. absolutely. And I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, so no, no, you're fine. No, 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 you're, you're good. You're good. I just was getting into wrap-up mode. Go. Uh, but I do remember that. that that's Listen, there's... You know, there, there's so much. There's so yeah, we could just sit here and talk about matches for two hours. Dream matches. Can, we should, oh yeah. We should maybe do that one show. Just talk about dream matches from any era and talk about that. So maybe we'll do that. You know, somewhere down the line. And, and so, we can have the fans call in or or, or you know, give us some input. So. Absolutely. All right. And Garth, thanks for the input. I, and Absolutely. I agree with you. It's a good match. 
We want to thank everybody who's participated in the chat room uh, throughout our show today. And also, we want to once again thank, thank Mike Halverson and Frank from uh, Sin City uh, Sublimation for stopping in, providing us some great swag. Make sure you check them out at SinCitySublimation.com. Uh, great stuff. We'll have them come back because Mike has, we, Mike being a former wrestler, we barely scratched the surface on, on conversation with him. Um, so we'll do that again. Um, anything else, gentlemen? Final thoughts? Braves up two to one. Yes. Down with the Astros. Mets owner Steve Cohen wants to open up a casino now next to City Field in New York. He's been reaching out to some of Caesars Palace folks. Everybody, nice. everybody, please keep the children safe tomorrow night. Yes. Please, please, please. Chief Legio. Tag me in is our hashtag from all of us here at Thoughts Count Anywhere. If you need somebody to chat to, hashtag tag me in and Thoughts Count Anywhere will be there. I'm Aaron Phillips, and I'm going to say something now for the final time. Join me in one hour. Twin Brothers from Different Mothers with Neil Portnoy. It is our final episode of a three-year run of Twin Brothers. It is an episode that we're just going to look back at three years of fun on the air. Thank you for watching. Be kind to everybody. Why is that? Well, all we have. We'll see you next week on Thoughts Counting.